Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The life of a prospector was not an easy one. Though painted with the ideas of striking it rich, very few ever did. Many would work themselves to the bone, and many others died as a result. It was a lifestyle that gripped many victims. Today, we will be talking about the story of heartbreak and murder, where prospecting didn't turn out so well, and it drove a mother to kill. My name's Ben. And I'm Nicole, and you're listening to Wicked and Grim. A true crime podcast. We're recording early. Holy heck. Kind I was, of. I was just talking to Cole, like, how are we going to start this episode today? And right away, I'm like, oh, we're recording early. That's how we're going to do this. <gasps> That's a feet and a half, eh, for us? It is. Well, you're going on kind of vacation. Kind- I don't think I'd call it a vacation. It's a work trip, and you're going to go visit family and do some cool stuff in the meantime. But yeah, I have an elopement and an engagement session in the Okanagan, so I'm pumped. Yeah, that's what it's like to be a professional photographer here in BC for for Miss Nicole. Yeah, this is living my dream life. I've always wanted to travel for work like this. So well, and tell me how many different wineries do you plan on going down there going to while you're down there? Actually, like I didn't plan to go to any. What? I know. Isn't that weird? Because we actually have no wine either. No, we don't. We're like, we we're down to our last bottle, I think, right now, which is uh, pathetic. So maybe I should. But I literally wasn't planning on it. Because well, also, like, you can just go to the liquor store. Yeah, but it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. And it's funny that I'm usually all about this. But this time I'm kind of like, if I have downtime, I might just lay there and look at the ceiling and have a break. Yeah. Touche. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how I feel. Um, since we're recording early this time, um, we're not going to be thanking patrons this week because we are recording very early. So we're, whoever is signed up in the midst of the past few days since we recorded or this coming week, you're going to um, roll over into next yeah. week for us to to give you your shout out. So don't yeah. worry about that. Okay. We'll be sure to shout you out still. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're basically going to be getting like right after this, you're going to bed. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to wake up and drive, hey? Yeah. I'm going to be watching the rest of my movie tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to be doing while I'm gone? Work. Work, <laughs> work, 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 work. I got I got some gigs and some stuff, some podcasting. Fearful has been doing actually really well. That's exciting. Um, has anyone if, checked it out yet? Yeah, we're curious because I know some people have. It's definitely getting some ratings it's definitely getting some listens it's doing much better than i anticipated especially considering it's only been like one weekend so that's far that's so cool so yeah 
pretty pumped on that. Yeah. If you haven't checked it out, you're going to have to go. Yeah. Link will be down in the description below. Um, if you don't know anything about Fearful yet, we'll give you a little quick rundown. If you've listened to our Halloween week, you know Jacko. Jacko was our MC mm-hmm. and Fearful is Jacko's podcast. Yeah. So he's going through paranormal, creepy mysteries, some true crime, all that cool stuff. I've listened to every single one. Which is your favorite episode he's come out with so far? Do you know? Oh. I think the, the Jameson one for me, the James Jameson, who's like the heir to the, the John Jameson whiskey. And he like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I should say this, but honestly, the one um, that we you put in um, Patreon. Patri- yeah. The Patreon pilot episode. Yeah. That one was really good. I like was kind of on my tiptoes listening to on that your, one. On your tiptoes, were you? My tippy toes. On <laughs> your tippy toes. Well, it was a good one. So. It was. I really like that one. And I also just think like Jacko, I don't know. He. It almost is like something you could listen to as you're like going to sleep. Like it's just kind of soothing. He's soothing. He's, He's maniacal, very though. soothing. There's, there's something about him. I don't know. Yeah. But. I don't know. know. No. Yeah. He is. He's a good vibe. <laughs> he's a good vibe for sure so i know you've been researching away what do you got in store for us today well i got an interesting episode i kind of made sure that i searched for one that would be a good mix to kind of bring fearful to light but also for wicked and grim okay so it's an interesting one you ready for it let's dive in okay this episode I feel like you have not given enough credit where it is due. My podcast, Fearful, has been received more than just well. I would say it's been leaving people breathless. (laughs) Instead of your regular Wicked and Grim program, why don't we take a detour into my world for a while? And I can show you exactly what you can expect when you listen to my show. My name is Jacko, and on this episode of Wicked and Grim, things are getting a bit fearful. Our tale takes place in the time of the gold rush in the heart of Arizona in the United States of America. The gold rush initially started around 1858, and this was a time of tales of the hills flowing with gold, and each person who dared to chase the riches would invest their life and all they had in order to try and strike it rich. Prospecting, though, was not for the faint of heart, as many would find out. It was a rough life. It was extremely hard work to generally bear very little money in return. But it was a calculated risk that many took, wagering it all on a roll of the dice of life all for the slim chance of riches. In Arizona, gold particularly was rare 
So instead, many would turn to finally mining silver and copper as a means to try and stay afloat. The town of Kingman was established in 1882 as a result of the mining, and it was your typical small mining town. But not far from Kingman, nestled amidst the rugged landscape of this American West, lay a hidden secret shrouded in a darkness and a mystery. It was a place known as Slaughterhouse Canyon, where the ghosts of the past whisper haunting tales of tragedy and despair. Just southeast of Kingman is where the canyon lays, but alas, before it received this ominous nickname, the canyon would be named Luna's Canyon in honor of a matriarch of an impoverished family who lived in a small wooden shack deep in the heart of the canyon. And this is her story. While there are many different versions of this tale, if you dive deep enough into the history, there are many reoccurring themes between each and every one, which will in turn paint a picture of what is considered to be the truest of events. Luna was a mother and a wife to a miner who lived in the canyon. The family, like many others in the area, were taking their chances chasing riches in the hills and were captivated by gold fever. So, they moved with their children into a small wooden shack along a dry wash in the middle of the canyon. Luna would stay home and care for the household, while her husband would go out and prospect for gold, trying to bring the riches home to his family. All he longed for was to provide, to offer his family comfort and security, casting away the shackles of an impoverished life. Armed with the unwavering resolve, he embarked on daring ventures, delving into the untamed lands in pursuit of treasures untold. His hands, calloused and weathered, he tirelessly toiled to unearth glimmering veins of gold and precious ore, while the sweat that adorned his brow bore witness to his unwavering devotion. Both him and Luna dreamt that with each shimmering find they drew nearer to the day when they would strike it rich, and they, along with their children, would never again endure the agonizing uncertainty of a meal-by-meal -meal existence. Until they realized their dream of striking it rich, they needed to rely on what was brought home from the prospecting excursions. Many times their food stores would solely be what was able to be brought home from the hunt of the father's outings. Sometimes in both hunting and prospecting, he was indeed fruitful, 
when others. It seemed a gloomy shadow stole any luck he may have once had, and he would return home with little to none. Yet time and time again he would venture out in search of riches, each time bidding farewell to his loved ones as he embarked on an expedition into the unknown. This time around, however, things would be different. The normal few days he was absent would soon turn into weeks, and weeks into aching months. In the depths of the mountain, his trusty mule carried him and his gear along the dry landscape, and a fate's mysterious design would create a new fate for him entirely, cruelly snatching him away from his loved ones. He vanished into the shadows of the mountain, never to be seen again. Whispers of his disappearance reverberated through the town of Kingman, leaving behind a trail of unanswered questions. What became of this relentless prospector? Did he succumb to greedy robbers, or did the unforgiving wilderness claim him in a ruthless grasp? His absence cast a haunting veil over his family, leaving them suspended between both hope and despair. To this day, the fate of the miner remains a mystery, as not a trace was ever found of him. Some claim he indeed fell prey to treachery by the hands of thieves. Others surmised that nature's untamed creatures claimed him. Whatever the case, his family was left behind without a provider. Luna waited for her husband's return with bated breath, but her hopes began to wither while her family's provisions dwindled, leaving them in the grip of an insidious hunger. The relentless pangs of starvation tormented them, and despair slowly tightened its grip around Luna's fragile sanity. Her children, too, were starving, and now bore the unmistakable marks of malnourishment in their frail forms. Their eyes hollow and pleading, gazing at their mother with desperation. Yet, despite her love, she found herself trapped in a horrifying reality where nourishment was but a distant memory. Unable to bear witness to her children's slow demise, a sinister madness clawed its way into her mind. In a nightmarish twist of fate, consumed by a dark delusion, she committed an unthinkable act. She would don her wedding gown and succumb to the twisted compulsions. She took the lives of her innocent children and dismembered their bodies into several small, macabre fragments. The tiny wooden shack, once a sanctuary of a family's love, 
became a house of unfathomable horror. Its walls splattered with the crimson testament of a mother's descent into madness as she was unable to watch her children starve for a moment longer. Driven by the grief of her actions and by the starvation she was forced to act upon, Luna's frail frame carried the remains of her beloved children towards the murky waters of the nearby river. As her trembling hands released her children into the cold waters, her blood-soaked figure collapsed, a wretched heap of anguish and sorrow. Her heartbroken cries pierced through the silent night as she laid on the river's edge. A scream would echo through the haunting canyon as she mourned the very lives she had just extinguished. By morning, she would succumb to starvation and join her children in the afterlife. Legend tells her restless spirit remains within the ancient cliffs, driven by grief. Her ethereal wails, mournful sobs, still echo through the mountains and defy the passage of time. Those who dare to venture near Slaughterhouse Canyon recount eerie tales of inexplicable sounds, whispers from an alleged mother's shattered heart and her descent into madness. But is it true? Do her cries really echo through the night in Slaughterhouse Canyon? Or... Is it the imagination of those passing through, hearing a mere ghost story? One thing is for sure, this tale is a haunting reminder of the past and what some have gone through simply to survive, and what others go through to end the suffering of another. Luna may very well have taken pain from her children, but if this story is true, in doing so, it seems she may have very well paid the ultimate toll of an eternity of torment on herself, just to ensure her children could rest. I do hope you enjoyed today's episode and I do appreciate you allowing me to hijack the show, even if you didn't have much choice in the matter. If you want to check out my show, Fearful, give it a search wherever you find your podcasts, or you can find the Spotify link in the description below. Regardless of your decision, it is about time I make my leave. And as Ben and Nicole always say, stay wicked. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 